and welcome to another episode of Dinks with Kinks. I am your host, John Dondero, and with me, as always, the very stunning and very sexual sounding Miss Rebecca. Of course you do that right as I'm trying to take a drink. Hello, everyone. I know, I was How are the, you? I was on the fence. I was like, who do I say? Who do I say? Who do I say? I was like, damn it, John. <laughs> <laughs> and always the ever dapper, ever smooth talker, Mr. Shep. Good evening. <laughs> yeah, dapper mofo. <clears throat> Guys, I want to remind everyone, if you're listening to this, to follow us on that social media and uh, talk to us. Reach out to us. Tell us what you think of the episodes or, you know, give us some feedback of how you thought the episode went. We have gotten some great feedback from you guys and we want more. We want, we want to hear if we're doing a good job on these kinks and fetishes and we need more suggestions to add to our will. I had a new suggestion come to us. Oh, you did? What's that? Uh, pedal pumping. Like car pedal pumping? Yeah. That's the thing. I knew of this. Yeah, I knew of this one too. I can't believe I didn't think about oh. putting it on the wheel. Well, that's something I didn't know, so that's fun. Yeah, it's going to be a great one. Uh, also, guys, I uh, I have recently adopted a new cat. <laughs> but there's something a little weird about this cat. It's kind of like, it's got a genetic mutation to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has uh, nine tails. Oh, God. I was like, oh, where is this going? Where is this going? And there it is. <laughs> I love that y'all didn't see that coming. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I mean, you could have done better it. with the fox demon because it does actually have nine tails. But then it's not a cat of nine tails. <sighs> so. <laughs> uh, closer than uh, yours. <clears throat> Chef, what are we talking about tonight? <laughs> Medieval accoutrements. Toys of torture. Or toys, or torture, or both? What? Yeah, I mean, medieval devices for sexual gratification. I mean, torture uh, and gratification were the same thing back then, right? <laughs> I mean... I, I, I mean, if you had you. to wear corsets that tight, men and women, you would need some... You would need some torture, too. <laughs> it would be the same thing for you, too. Need some so stretching. I I'm wondering, like, what all does that entail? Like, are, are we going to be covering corsets? Or is that, like, does that fall under more, like, clothing and Victorian-style clothing? Or are we going to be talking, are we going to be locking people in stocks? Lock, stock, and barrel. Corsets. corsets is its own category. Yeah. I, you know what? I think you're right. Um, so we're, we're going to be breaking out the old uh, medieval devices of yonder over there that over, over there. there over there over yonder uh, things like uh, the cat of nine tails uh, Mr. Shep could you give mm. us a good definition of what a cat of nine tails is as our resident uh, impact play specialist hell no I don't use those big words but I'll tell you alright Cat of Nine Tails was also. Uh, I don't know when the actual names did evolve or get new, but also called the modern day flogger as well. <laughs> and so, it's even that. though it does have the original uh, 
design as just nine strands of leather and such. Of course, it, the modern day versions can have any very, very large accompaniment of tails or a few, depending on the style and the design. Dave, you're actually holding one right now. That's, that's the best part. Um, really? Oh, yes, yes. How, ma- how, many tails, <laughs> how many tails does that have? Too many to count, it seems. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot on there. So, yeah, your two. traditional floggers. Yeah, because the original Cat of Nine Tails, I believe, also was not like strands of leather, but almost like braid leather because it was meant to nothing but torture, to tear flesh and such, just like the old style whips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I've seen those, and like, you know, I think the, the biggest uh, time I've seen that, like, yeah, torture scenes and medieval things, or like religious orders when they when they sin and they whip their own back. Self-flatulation. Uh, self-farting? Yeah, I fart. I do all my own farting. No. We've oh, covered this. Oh, that's, that's something different. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did. I remember when we did the Impact Play episode, and if you haven't listened to the Impact Play, episode i highly recommend going back and giving it a listen because we talk about flacellation and self flacellation one two three exhibitionism Exhibitionism. there we go we're all on the same page john the more you make me say that the more i doubt myself (laughs) do you know do you know what my real goal for this podcast is is to make sure You guys and our listeners can never say that word again. Exhibitionism. Did you say it right? I, I did. Exhibitionism. Are you sure? One, two, three. Exhibitionism. Exhibitionism. There we go. Um, I'm sure <laughs> she says it as well as she potentially lives it. I oh, yeah. mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> so... I think that's the most basic level of when you when you dive into medieval play toys, people don't really put those two together. You don't see a flogger, a modern day flogger, and go, "Well, that was a medieval torture device." But I mean, it really was. It's, it's you know, everybody knows what we're talking about when I say a flogger. <laughs> that hand, that hand gesture, that hand gesture. <laughs> wiggly, 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 wiggly. These are my leather straps. They're my things. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, another one is uh, the stockade, the the, the board, uh, the block of like wood, like a piece of wood with the two holes for your wrists and one for your head. That is a very popular one that I think many people are familiar with. Hmm. I mean, that's very. I mean. A bondage-esque. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, ironic it's, how many... It's, a, it's an old-timey spreader bar. It's an old-time, like... It's, it pretty, is, it's pretty much all it is. <laughs> it is absolutely a spreader bar. It is a bondage device spreader bar. And yeah. uh, we. Oh, I am actually building one. Bar. Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> I keeps your. It keeps you from being able to scratch your nose. And if you put your feet in there, which is very common with those things... Uh, yeah, I'm for, actually... the, for the dual layer one, where you're sitting in that position. 
I'm actually constructing one for Dangerwood Kinks uh, fe um, fetish films, DWK fetish. We're gonna have lots of fun with it. Yes, it's ironic this. how all the medieval torture devices have become the modern day fetish devices. They really have. I mean, we have one out in uh, the studio right now. It's the cross. The, and I don't mean like crucifixion Saint, cross. I mean St. Andrew's cross, yes. Saint and is it, is it, what is it called? Saint yes, St. Andrew's, Andrew's cross. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a giant X with... Um, Giant wooden X with uh, hooks on top to constrain. Uh, you can be like handcuffed or tied to said hooks, or you could just hang on. <laughs> uh, and it's usually meant for uh, bondage and vlogging. So. Hang on, your ass is going for a ride. Mm hmm. <laughs> Rebecca? Yes. Why do, why do people get into these medieval styles? torture devices like what, what what is the sexual arousal behind this um i think it's the devices themselves or the modern interpretations of them you know let's go old school like we're gonna we're gonna role play medieval style torture i'm gonna put on the leather hood and i'm going to There's strap you down something very primal about it very raw like you don't have plastic it's not pleather it's very natural like wood and real leather and chains and it is very down to its basic core the you know the essence of bdsm like it is the people got off and still to this day get off doing doing those things and i think that's it's the very purest form of BDSM. It's where everything got started. I think that that's why people... Actually, no, that's not where it got started at all. In, oh, in our Impact no? episode. Remember in our Impact episode, we had stuff from like ancient, you know, Mesomatonia. But I mean, like, the, start, the start of Mesomat modern BDSM. No, no, no. You know, there like, you go. The start of modern BDSM. Like sex is sex, but like... I mean, you, you know what? It, it, this is the start, the basic uh, start of modern BDSM. Could you say it's the renaissance of BDSM? <laughs> sure, let's go with that. What is the renaissance? Like... <laughs> it's the renaissance of BDSM. <laughs> where uh, religion finds sex. I mean, but if uh, you think about it also the medieval times and the renaissance and the um, inquisition and all of that, it all ties into sort of history and religion. Um, oh, that's yeah. when honestly the, the inquisition and, and that it, that's when it started sex stopped being something that you could play around with sex. That's when the church took over sex, you know, and the sex became bad. And so bad became taboo. Sex became taboo. Like, mm -hmm. It wasn't just a natural thing that men and women did. And, you know, God was just something. All of a sudden, God became all-encompassing. And then sex became taboo. And then everything taboo became hot. <laughs> so. That's why Shep is so hot. Because we shouldn't touch him. But we Damn do right. anyway. <laughs> we really want to. Mm. And... Rebecca, thank you for uh, continuously 
continuing your argument and not letting Shep call me on mispronouncing where uh, the first. Uh, I mean, we're already past it, Shep. There's no point in going back. Who remembers what anyone said? Uh, I want to bring up the fact that. So, do you think this is more of an instinctual? Because, you know, those torture devices have been around for so long. Just like, you know, the same reason, you know, we have other, like, base instincts as, like, a people. Those instincts, you know, we still, on a very genetic level, remember those devices. Or that style yeah. of torture. Because um, I have a counterpoint to it. Okay. What's your counterpoint? Um, like many of the fetishes we've talked about, it's media-driven. You grow up uh, watching, you know, medieval movies, knights, and, you know, people of, you know, in the medieval stuff, and you see people in stocks and bonds, and you're in developing ages, and you're like, oh, that's, that kind of would be fun. Of course, the way he's talking, I feel like I should be on Wall Street with his stocks and bonds. <laughs> well, I mean, you see, you see these devices in media. I mean, I, I, I can't even count the many times I've seen somebody put away in stocks, the stockades, or like flogged on television, or like you know going to the Ren Fair and seeing the dungeon. It's like the you know, and do, so is it instinctual because religion has talked about it, or is it kind of like you know when we talk about. Um, a lot of like the damsels in distress fetishes and stuff like that where we have witnessed this in our adolescence when we're growing up in seeing these movies at the right time because if you think okay like Robin Hood uh, Michael uh, no it was a, the really good one that came out Kevin Costner one Medieval times, sexy man. I dungeons. I have, a, I have an I. I have a thought. I am going right. to present my thought. Back then, pain was a art form. Pain was an art form. You were paid a lot of money to torture people because they wanted information. Whatever pain was an art form. You like. To come up with different ways to torture people, different ways to bring pain to people. And I honestly think that that's, you know, people who are like sadists and like really into that. That's an art form that is no longer really practiced now because we don't torture, technically torture people as, as a job. You we know, don't torture we don't people like that, like that, that. It, that's an art form, and I think that that's maybe sort of maybe the draw for it. I think from well, I would see I would make the assumption not necessarily media driven, but it's the art form. It is the it's like that going down to its basic form. Of... All right. My counterpoint to that is I want to know is in your last job, did you have a boss that had like. Super white skin, bald-headed, but had a lot of pins sticking out of his head. No. Because the way you describe pain being an art form, I'm pretty sure that is the <laughs> plot of Hellraiser. But it was. Yeah. People, the church, and even like just 
society in general, that was your job. Your job was to torture people. Your job was to perfect torturing people and to get information at them and make them suffer as long as possible. And so if you're really into inflicting pain or maybe getting that type of pain, that that would be definitely something people would look into. It's a it's an art form, you know? The OG Dungeon Masters. Before the there OG was, Dungeon Masters. The legitimate Dungeon Masters. Yeah. Before <laughs> there were dragons, before you could go to your uh, local shady uh, establishment uh shady looking establishment i wouldn't say shady because every dungeon i've been to has been pretty legit um but like the old school dungeon masters that uh nobody wants longing them well i say no one but i'm pretty sure i have spoken to a couple people who would love that (laughs) yes and like you said it's all about how the the current times uh, see and translate those different historical things in. Because St. Andrew's Cross, that came from a concept from 60 AD. When St. Andrew's was crucified on the X cross. Then you have floggers coming up with torture and history. And, uh, both in religion and commonplace. The stockade was meant for imprisonment, humiliation. Yeah, they'd put you in the center of town and people would throw shit at you or like, look at these criminals. Yep. Or the, it the was bed of nails. Had... Or was it the, uh, the Catherine wheel, a.k.a. the breaking wheel? That was a form of many executions. Also a form of the St. Andrew's Cross. God, Shep, I remember your bed of nails. Mm -hmm. I have laid on your bed of nails. It poked me in my butt. Yeah, I I believe I remember those times when I was laying on it and having people walk on me. That was some fun times. I need need to find those videos from, uh, I think we were at, me and you were at MonsterCon. And you had the bed of nails there. I I have, I know I have at least a video of me on there. Yes. Uh, so, yes. But you should send me this video so I can put it on our social media. Uh, we'll the better nails. We'll do. But let's get back into the right time because we were bouncing all over time with the uh, <laughs> the toys. But let's go ahead and get back into our medieval medieval focus because those had such such fun things and we've even named others. In some ways, like the cock and ball torture, the chastity belt, all those were, were torture or restraint devices from medieval times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we are just like scratching. I mean, honestly, with this subject, we can only scratch the surface because we could talk yeah. for hours and hours and hours. Um, but the argument I wanted to really make is, I think we owe our modern BDSM to uh, mainstream media's display of medieval times because, you know, 90% of the BDSM we have is a lot softer than what they would actually do back then, thankfully. Um, 
And but that's how it was portrayed in media because you couldn't show how it was really done. I mean, if you think back twenty years, thirty years, even longer, um, it was always like we can't show that on television, but we can show playfully getting whipped. Yeah. And I think we owe our modern take of BDSM to medieval, you know, modern day portrayals of medieval torture. Yes, it's also, it's the, the truly how much we've been able to modernize our lives and make safe environments. Because back in their medieval days, these were torture devices. People even unless you're a king or someone like that people didn't live in a lap of luxury or safety or you know frame of mind because they're peasants and you just literally lived trying to survive each day back then in many cases and so everything of those natures was torture but now we look back at them when we are comfortable in our lives when sometimes we have all these important responsibilities and we want to escape them by having no choices, no responsibilities. We've looked back to these restraints and not see them as torture anymore, but escapes. So it's fantasy. It's yes. The, the actual true definition of fantasy. It takes you to a different world. And that was deep, Shep. Shep, look at Shep rolling I this know, episode. look at Shep. I mean... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Sometimes when I step in it, it goes real deep. Ugh. No, no, but that I love was it. absolutely brilliant. That was, you know, was if brilliant. we had to take away anything from tonight's episode, that's it. That's why we enjoy these devices. Look at Shep making us all legit and shit. I know. God, I try but, to ruin it with my weird cat puns. But, you know, that does bring up a really good question, though. If the mo- the all the medieval times and even earlier times, torture devices and pain and restraint is now the modern day, you know, sex toys and fetishes. What kind of sex toys did they actually have in medieval times? Oh, hmm. we could show you some things because it was a little, I mean, to be honest, these devices were used if you, if you, for pleasure as well. Like there were many like royalty, you know, people of high class who would take these devices in their own. Can uh, can I note that he said high class and pointed to himself? Can I just point that out right now? He's like nope. high class. Like, listen, no one's gonna believe you because there's no way I am high class. Um, <laughs> I was I was trying to like pretend to be like a duke. Oh, look at see, me. see, he, he gets into the high high end poses so well, but he's mm-hmm. not. He doesn't have those mannerisms. I would no. be a, I would be a dandy. Um. Oh, you are a dandy. A dandy. Now my dandy question dandy. is, <laughs> um, like five hundred years from now, when people you know look back at our time, are they just going to have existential dread as their foreplay? Like for their escape, are are they going to be like, you have student loans, <laughs> you know? Our our forms of torture nowadays, you have to go to work on a Monday, but we're going to keep you up way too late on Sunday. Yeah, I I honestly tell, tell me how to, think... tell me how I have to get to work on time. 
<laughs> I think down to the basic instinct of everything, it's all going to be the same. Since the dawn of man, there has been somebody out there who likes to have their ass slapped and has gotten sexual pleasure out of pain. And there is, you know, the airplay. And there is just some basic things, basic fetishes and kinks that I think will stand the test of time. I I absolutely 100% agree with you. Uh, I think the internet says internet rule 34, if it exists, somebody gets off to it. But I think that rule is around long before the internet. I wonder. Uh, I think. I also wonder, almost, even though it's a different concept, I also wonder what would be their bedroom role play? Would it be like a jousting match? Or something like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chef, we, we, should, we should nude up and joust with our teens. Um, How about no? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No. Chef, you verbalized exactly what went through my head in that very second. <laughs> Um, because you know, we are I one. Think, I think it would be a trip. In so our like efforts bring, to try to survive, John. <laughs> bring somebody from that time period to now and be like, well, what do you guys do for fun? We're going to the dungeon. Are we going to watch someone get tortured? No. I'm going to get tortured. I'm going to pay somebody to do which you have your greatest fears. I'm going to pay somebody to do that to me. I honestly think it depends on... 500 years from now, how they view sex. Pretty much, is, does, a, does a society fall into a heavy struggle or does society become even more? Because even up until. And good. Even mm-hmm. up until um, the turn of the 19th century, mm-hmm. 20th century, sex was like okay. Like mm-hmm. you just, as long as you didn't talk about it, everybody slept with everybody else and no, because marriages were arranged. So everybody fucked everybody else and nobody just like, oh, you know, you're doing, you know, lady, what's her face is doing the stable boy. You just don't freaking talk about it. And that was just acceptable. Nowadays, yeah, if you're doing the forms. stable boy, yeah, yeah, if you're doing the stable boy, <gasps> but then now we're also seeing the tide turn. Polyamory is actually becoming more, more open and more of a a thing where people are starting to accept polyamory and open relationships and multiple non-monogamous relationships. And so that's this in this century in this millennia, it's starting. The tide is starting to turn. So it. It, it all depends on what society's view of sex is and then their view of what taboo is. Because, I, you know, if it's taboo, somebody's going to get hard on it. You know? <laughs> I, I honestly believe that it's all, um, you know, all spherical. It all, it's full circle. It comes back, comes back. Because if you look at uh, Greek times, homosexuality, that, that wasn't like no one talked about it. It was just like, yeah. You know, <laughs> that was about I, the exact same thing. I mean, looks like we're fading back to the Roman times. Yeah, the Romans, they would just, yeah. I mean, have you seen Spartacus? Everybody. Having sex with everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I bet you before then, there was a time period where it was very, like, you know, hush-hush thing. And I think it all becomes a point of time. Time just changes Mm -hmm. evolution. You're going to get somebody who is, you know, you're going to get a movement of people who are very anti-sex. They're going to take control, 
and you know it's going to do that same cycle again until we get back to where we were in Rome, where everyone was banging everyone, and we had vomitariums, and it's just dedicates and fun, and everyone was happy until Caesar got stabbed a bunch of times, and then you know we're all going to die in a you know orgy of bliss, and then the people who didn't get invited to that orgy are going to be like, well, we're going to make sex illegal. And so on, and so on, and so on. It's it's human nature to repeat everything. So Yeah. I feel like if we have the apocalypse, we're going to go back then to Roman times. Because sex was just a, an enjoyment of one of the main things in your life. Now, we have too many distractions. TVs, video games, electronics and such. You kick us back I, to the Stone Age, when we don't have all those other distractions... Things will just open up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We're masturbating you know, all the time. <laughs> all the time. All I was the time. Say, uh, I recently uh, listened to a podcast where they said rule three, no fucking in the apocalypse. Unless it's, you know, your last time having sex. Uh, what the, what they call the death orgy. Uh, the dorgy. We're going out, the dorgy. We're going out with a bang. Because you ain't, in the apocalypse, you ain't got time to fuck. You gotta survive, <laughs> and yep. you definitely don't want to be bringing kids in. I feel uh, like one of you has to be bent over, like getting it from behind, so somebody's always that you're always facing forward. <laughs> well, that's why God made double end of dildos. So, oh, you too. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I can watch your back. I feel like uh, quad sided dildos will become a thing in the apocalypse, so that way you can watch full surround. Is that a is that a Dondero's cross? <laughs> yes. On that note, um, would you guys play with these devices? I mean, don't we? Yeah, we do. In, in, so... I have not personally, but I'd like to. Good. I mean, yeah, I oh. was like the, the would you aspect of this was pretty apparent. Yeah. Coming coming into it. Um we're on it. <laughs> so, with that in mind, <laughs> the chef's prepared. I've got to sign in and. And now for the awkward silence. We're waiting on John to get his. No, back. you guys, you guys talk for a little bit while I. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, it's the show there you like go. to think about. Just us talking. <laughs> Just us. Yay. All right. You, no, we got it. We got it. We'll have to do uh, another uh, Dinks and Kinks game night sometime. Hmm. We really do. Oh, that would be fun. And we're eventually going to do a Dinks with Kinks stream, right? You keep promising that, and then that never happens. Oh, I wow. do. Ah. We got to schedule it out. It's a, it's a scheduling huh? issue. Sure. <laughs> Oh, me, oh, damn it! It's like what? you wanted to hit something, but it slid off. What, it, what was it about to hit? What was it about? To, before you tell us what it is, what did it about hit? It about hit you. Shit! <laughs> Thank God! It, was it like, didn't hit me! No, I'm going to tell you right now, it was stopping on you, and it just went, tink, and it went to the next best thing, uh, human dolls. Oh. How how am I beside human dolls? <laughs> Girl, you a doll. Mm -hmm. 
I am actually, I we, follow a bunch of Instagram. Okay, I won't talk about it now, but I'm like. Uh, no, and when I say human doll, I mean dollification. We're not going to be talking like the real dolls, sex dolls, <gasps> like that. Oh. Um, well, I mean, okay. that is also on the wheel. Oh, it's on the wheel? Okay. Yeah, human okay. human sex dolls, um, or sex dolls, period. This is human dolls, not sex dolls. Uh, we're okay. going to be talking about dollification, uh, you know, frozen time. Imagine Chucky, you know, or like Toy Story where they go like, oh, people are coming, freeze. So we're going to be talking about that. It's going to be a real fun episode. Um, I want to remind everyone that if you haven't yet already, follow us on that social media at Dinks with Kinks. The links are down below in the description. And, you know, give us a shout. Say, hey, guys, could you talk about this? Or you were totally wrong in everything you said. Or you were totally right. We want to know. Or we just want to know your opinion of the fetish. If you have this fetish, let us know. Tell us about it. I will talk hours. Please, please visit us. Please contact us on our social media. Do it for me, please. <laughs> and spent. <sighs> uh, I am your host, uh, John Dondero, and with me, uh, the very uh, medieval Mr. Shep. The, the, one true, the one true dungeon master. <laughs> and, uh, our dungeon the, master. Our dungeon master and yeah, the illustrious, like the illustrious and very sexy voiced Miss Rebecca. Good evening. Good night, everyone. It is now. <laughs>